right, here we go. Hey yo, I'm CK and you're listening to Practice. I'm your functional systems integrator, and this is my podcast where practice is not just the theme of the show, but the whole purpose behind it. What started out as a practice of podcasting, as well as speaking in general, has evolved into a practice of self-coaching and self-reflection, while espousing half-thoughts and providing unsolicited advice. As always, I'm fortunate to be joined by my practice partner and partner in life, Pam. Hey, that's me. Pam is also my Pattern Awareness Manager, and every Sunday we reflect on our past week and my progress with this practice, along with other lifestyle practices, as well as theories and ideas behind the virtues of practice itself. We're doing this on the fly, so don't hold me responsible for what we say here. Make sure to check out my show notes, where I'll provide some fact-checking, self-psychoanalysis, and commentary on things I could have done better. You may find this and more information about this project at forcesofequal.com slash practice. We're recording today on February 7th, 2021. February. (laughs) February. February. And this is practice session number 50. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. 50 episodes. 50 50 weeks. That is a crazy number to think about and quite a milestone i think yep pat myself on the back <laughs> or pat, patting myself on the back earlier today doing a lot of that i guess <laughs> do it up yeah so that brings something to mind where when we started out this practice podcast i looked up <clears throat> excuse me I looked up the average number of podcasts that people tend to produce or release before they quit, basically. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I can't remember the exact number, but it was either like somewhere around 11 or 17. <laughs> but either way, we've surpassed that by far. Nice. And yeah, I don't see myself stopping this process anytime soon. I really like it. And especially today, uh, I, I'll probably go through, go into this a little later, but I'm really grateful for having this process in place and having like a touchstone every week where I can just kind of get my myself centered and keep like a consistent, I, I mean, of course we do this every Sunday, so it's a consistent practice, but it's something to come back to and something that's always there. And even though I instituted myself, instituted it myself, it's something that has become a routine and almost a ritual and it's always there and I can kind of count on it. And in a way I'm, like today, I can kind of count on it to kind of bring me back and get me back on track and get my week started off on a good note. So, yeah, really enjoying this practice. And hopefully that's obvious. We're 50 sessions into it. So <laughs> I'll just keep going and see where it takes us. Cool. 
So the quote for today comes from Stoic philosopher Seneca. And the quote goes like this. I am not born for one corner. The whole world is my native land. That's it. Short and simple. And of course, it has a lot to do with things that I like to talk about in terms of basically complex systems and individualism versus collectivism. And that's basically the gist of it. And the reason that this kind of stood out to me was less for the actual meaning of the quote and more for Seneca, the name Seneca. Because for some reason, when I saw this, this past week, I realized that I spent my first six months of life in a town called Seneca. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and it's outside Chicagoland, about an hour south of Chicago, southwest, I, I believe. And... Yeah, it's just a little small town, maybe a few thousand people. And I really don't know much about it. But after that came up this past week, I looked it up a little bit. And there's no real history or there's no like reason. They, like there's no written reason or historical reason why it's named Seneca. Like no one's really written that down or said why mm -hmm. but i yeah i don't i don't know why either but i i just think it's kind of interesting to have that in my life somewhere and now being so interested in his philosophy so yeah i thought that was interesting <laughs> can you say the quote one more time to make sure i got it cuz i think that it ties in well with the lynch inspiration today <laughs> perfect it's I am not born for one corner. The whole world is my native land. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> sure. So let's see. Now we're into our next segment where we check in with each other. And we just started this last week where we do a little check-in of our mental, physical, and social states on a scale of 1 to 10. So Pam, last week... Or, okay, so do you want me to say what your numbers were last week, or do you want to say your numbers for this week, and then I'll say your numbers for last week and kind of compare? Um, I don't think it really matters. I don't remember <laughs> what they were. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what am I rating? Mental, physical, social. Mental, physical, social. Okay. Mental. Um so the first week of the month, which is always my busiest week with reporting and whatnot. Um, but even with that, it was still a pretty good week and I signed a new client. So, um, well, whenever I sign a new client, I start to get stressed out because mm -hmm. there's so much that I could do and there's like um, performance anxiety. Mm -hmm. So I still think I'm going to give it an eight though. I had a pretty solid week. I wrote some content for the Not Bad With Money site, which felt really good. So I'm going to give it an eight. Cool. Um, physical, uh, I would say 
going to give that one a six because I had a regression with my knee issue. Mm. Um, I squatted improperly and aggravated it again. I've got some old patterns with my hip that end up affecting my knee. So mm-hmm. give that a six. And then social, I don't know, this one's so weird for me because mm-hmm. I obviously I have friends, but I am perfectly fine being alone for extended periods of time and never yeah. speaking to anyone. <laughs> and like I don't rate I don't give that a low rating if I do that. Yeah, I think that's fine. It's like whatever you feel. If, if you're not, if you don't feel fulfilled socially, then, you know, it'd be a lower number, but yeah. it's, yeah, it's your own subjective opinion. All right. Let me give it a nine then. Feel good. <laughs> nice. So this week you're at eight, six, and nine for a total of <laughs> 23. <laughs> yeah. And last week you were at, nine seven and eight for a total of 24 so consistency yeah pretty close and we kind of determined that anything above 20 is a good week anything above 25 is an awesome week okay so sounds like you had a pretty good week yeah so for me i'll say my scores for last week and they were seven for mental six for physical, two for social. And I was struggling a bit with my sleep cycles and my my sleep-wake cycle, basically my circadian rhythm. And so this week for mental, where it was seven last week, I would say it's eight this week. Definitely feel an improvement. And I have been getting my cycles back in line and uh this past sleep wake cycle was perfectly in line so if i could get on that i'd be uh, i'd be good so if i could keep this momentum uh i'll be on the right path so last night i was able to get to bed at 10:30 mm-hmm. whereas i haven't been getting to bed till like midnight i think the week before i pulled it back until like 11:30 and then my goal this past week was 11 so I hit that and more this uh, last night. So that's good. And I got up around seven, I believe. So yeah, that's a much better timing for me. And I hope I can stay on that schedule and I don't see why not. Although looking back, I'm I, like, I'm not exactly sure why I got so knocked out of my schedule because of course, there were some things that came up in terms of anxiety and working on these podcasts and audio issues and a lot of technological issues. Mm-hmm. We mentioned Mercury last week or the week before being in retrograde and causing issues with technology. <laughs> Everything and, CK touches breaks. <laughs> yeah, it's even been our soda ridiculous. Stream. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the soda stream. Yeah. So anyway, it seems like I I did have some technological issues this past week as well, but I was able to deal with them and got over some of them and didn't encounter any issues the past couple of days. So that's been good. So mentally, I'm at an eight and getting better and improving. (laughs) So that's good. Physically, 
I was at a six last week. This week, I'll stay seven. I feel better than last week. I've been working on the hip impingement that I've been dealing with. And actually, this morning during my morning walk was the first time that I noticed that I it didn't really bother me much at all. Because pretty much every walk we go on, I'm mindful of it and mindful of my posture and gait and everything. And this morning, as we were walking, I noticed that, you know, I wasn't having that pain and impingement. So I was surprised because I worked on it. I did soft tissue work on it Wednesday, no, Thursday, and still experiencing some issues. And then suddenly this morning, it just kind of all felt better. And I went through my, oh, shoot. Okay, so there goes Mercury again. What happened? Uh, One of my... Uh, mounts, camera mounts. <laughs> so, anyway, where was I? Physical. So, anyway, I did soft tissue work again this morning on the hip and my legs and everything around that. And I, it was a good session. It feels good. So, I feel loose and good. So, hopefully, I can get back on the road and start running again. Actually, yesterday, I, I was just thinking, you know, my body gets sore and or it starts hurting or I get these impingements whether I'm very active or not. <laughs> so I might as well just be very active and yeah. just try to get over the issues through activity. So I was in that mindset and then this morning everything felt better. So I don't know, maybe it's mental. Maybe there's some kind of placebo effect going on or something, but <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm feeling good. So I'm at uh, seven physically. And I've been feeling like a little low on the physical totem pole lately. Like, obviously, I haven't been playing soccer throughout this pandemic. So I haven't been nearly as active as I usually am. I haven't been out on the trails as often. And I've been doing my little exercises here and there every day. But Still, I I feel a little lacking and I'm losing weight like crazy. And I don't know. I feel like I'm getting smaller, so I don't really like that feeling. You always say that, but you look exactly the same. (laughs) Literally, no matter what you do, you always look perfectly fit. Maybe I'm feeling weaker. So I don't know. (laughs) I want to get some strength back. So you're welcome to work out with me. Yeah, um, I've been thinking about that. I, I see you doing your exercises every now and then. And thinking some of those movements look pretty nourishing so yeah we'll see where that takes me so last week in terms of social i had my status at two and i did not improve that very much but i did a little bit so i'll say three (laughs) so yeah i did message uh some friends this past week which was more than i did last week but i didn't do as much as i wanted to and ran into some issues with technology and stuff like that. And I had some ideas of going crazy social that didn't work out in terms of live streaming. So I've been having a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like propensity or inclination to live stream for some reason. Yeah. The urge. Exactly. (laughs) And I tried getting up 
on Wednesday, and of course, Mercury intervened, and <laughs> uh, uh, my issues with technology came crashing down. So I'm going to try again this coming week and see what we can do. But had some interesting thoughts around that because like, I'm going from being so isolated or internal or introverted to wanting to just be everywhere kind of or be live or put myself in a position where anybody can watch or even with this podcast where anybody can listen. And so I dwelled on that a little bit and thought that maybe like there is this live performer inside me. Like I, I am a live performer and of course there, there's a lot of different variables that go into it in terms of how that increases motivation maybe or incentive or initiative and even thinking about me being a soccer player i mean that's like a live action sports and sport and you're performing in front of people and of course there's certain pressures that that brings about in terms of performing and having others you know being observed by others and being responsible, having you know, a, a responsibility to others on your team or your fans or you know your coach or whatever. So I think there's this aspect of live performance that really invigorates me. So yeah, I'm kind of exploring that, and it's just it, it's kind of weird to me because there's one side that says. You know, I don't want to put myself out there and I don't want to be judged or, you know, stuff on that end. And then there's the other side where, you know, I want to express myself and assert myself. So trying to find a balance between that, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Cool. So, yeah. Last week, my total was 15, I believe, which wasn't very good. Mm-mm. And this week I increased it by three to 18. So we're improving and hopefully we can improve that next week. So <laughs> yeah, that took a while to get through, but let's move on to our next segment. Okay. And this segment I forgot last week, and this is our forced principles segment. And this is where we each choose an object for each other and we try to come up with other uses for the object within 10 seconds. So let's see. Do you want to go first or should I go first? No, I don't care. Okay. I'll, I'll go first. I'll volunteer myself this week. Okay. I've got your timer ready. Okay. Do you have an object? I do. I have the one from last week that I didn't get to use. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. I guess so. All right. Your object is a towel. A towel could be used as a weapon <laughs> to clean, as clothing, as time shelter. Oh, my God. That was hard. What? Oh, man. I thought that was going to be a really easy one. <laughs> yeah, I, I think 
I thought that at first, and then I got flustered, <laughs> and then, like I got really anxious and flustered. So yeah, I wish I could <laughs> do that again. But yeah, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't even talk about it. I, <laughs> I, I guess I wasn't ready for that. All right. I think you got three. I I don't know if I would count any of those. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Um. All right. I I was gonna change this, but I'll just stick with it. Okay, okay you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So your object is a piggy bank. Piggy bank. A paperweight. A door jam holder thingy, um, a weapon, a, um, <laughs> you like to resort to the jo- door jam. Door jam. Thing. I know anything can hold the door open. <laughs> Same with it's a weapon. giveaway. Like anything can be open. Except a towel. Well, maybe you could choke somebody with a towel, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, so like, <laughs> I think what threw me off with the towel was like, my first thought was using it to slap someone, you know, like you snap it oh, okay. yeah. on someone's butt. But that's just using it as a towel. <laughs> I mean. Right, right, right. But yeah, for some reason that just totally threw me. <laughs> okay, well, that was fun. <laughs> so let's move on to the meat of the session and go into our progress with podcasting. Okay. And I think I kind of got a little bit into it this before with technology and stuff like that. And I was dealing with a lot of that with our last episode of Not Bad Advice. And we're still going through old episodes that we've recorded months prior. Mm-hmm. And the recording qualities are so different from episode to episode. So I've been dealing with that. And these recent episodes that we've been releasing, I think is when we switched to the mics we're using now, but we didn't have our mic techniques down mm-hmm. and it sounded sound like we were way too close to the mics and so there's just so much mouth noise and stuff like that that I had to edit out and so this past week after dealing with all that I finally decided you know I'm, I don't want to deal with that stuff anymore I've had enough practice editing and processing that kind of quality so, and it, it takes so long, like a recording that's maybe 20 minutes takes at least an hour or two to just go through and edit through the noise and get the quality of the audio to a point where I find it acceptable. And so rather than doing all that and processing and editing, I decided, well, let's just re-record. And, you know, it's just another 20 minutes that it takes rather than a couple hours. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're at that point and I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know, I, I just don't want to deal with it. I've practiced enough and we know, we know now that I've gotten to the point where I can edit and release and the podcast sound good. So I just don't want to spend all that time doing that. And... It'll be much easier for us to just re-record it. And now with our 
audio quality, especially like what I'm doing with practice, I can just get that done and processed and everything done within an hour, if not half an hour. So that's where I'm at with that. And we're trying the PreSonus 2 Pre V2 again with Pam's mic. So everything looking good so far? We still have one blue light. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully that comes out well. Before, for some reason, it seemed to cut the gain by almost half. It seemed like about a third of the way through our session. So hopefully that doesn't happen this session. And we'll see how that goes. (laughs) So yeah, anything, any updates on your end, Pam? Um, really what is happening on my end with podcasting other than getting more comfortable promoting it and, um, like before I would just like tweet once that Mm -hmm. there was a new episode out and, um, now I'm getting a little bit more aggressive about it. So I'll tweet Mm -hmm. a few times about the same episode, but, you know, with different, um, context or content from the episode, Mm -hmm. knowing that people who need it will see it and people who don't we'll ignore it and that's okay. Mm. Um, but also I'm getting more comfortable hearing my own voice, mm. which has been um, a problem my entire life. Like I always thought that my voice was you know, squeaky or annoying mm-hmm. or whatever. And so this week, two of our friends, Casey and Kelsey, both tweeted that I had an audiobook quality voice. <laughs> and that meant so much to me because of of those issues that I have with hearing my own voice. And so mm-hmm. I started talking to someone else, uh, a man who replied and was like, you know, uh, you know, why do you have issues with your voice like that? And I started kind of processing it. And I realized that a lot of it is like the like misogynistic patriarchal messages that we get as mm-hmm. women that mm-hmm. we shouldn't be speaking up and we shouldn't be heard and that our voices are annoying because they're mm-hmm. higher pitched mm-hmm. and that that takes away the quality of what we're saying. Yeah. So. Um, that was kind of a revelation this week to huh. shift how I felt about that and to, to kind of step into using my voice and not being afraid to hear it. Cool. Yeah, I was going to say that I feel like we all have issues with our own voices or oh, hearing yeah. our voice back, especially because it's n- when you hear it back, it's not the same as hearing it yourself when you're talking. Obviously, it's, it when you talk, and hear it while you're talking, it's being conducted through your body and your bone and bones and everything. So it's a little deeper and there's a different tone and it's different from someone else hearing it. But to your point, I think you have a great voice too, like a totally radio quality or audiobook quality, something that's pleasant to listen to. So Thank you. a lot of the work that I do is going into making sure that your voice comes out the way it is and the quality that you have and to make sure that, you know, it's not dirtied up with all the technology and the mic noise and, you know, ambient noise and all that stuff. And yeah, I want, I want to get your voice out there and and (laughs) it's easy to listen to. And so, yeah, that's uh, a lot of my motivation. So, thank you. That's yeah. the second part of what I was going to say there was to thank you for the work that you do <laughs> editing because having it um, edited well and having good audio quality obviously yeah. helps with being able to listen to it. So thank you. 
Yeah, you're very welcome. <laughs> and I enjoy it. For the most part. <laughs> when it works right. When everything works right, I enjoy it. <laughs> and you know what? I, I actually like the process and the challenges. And, you know, it might be frustrating in the moment, but I enjoy the challenge. So I, I got to maintain that perspective. I, you know, I got to be aware of that and realize that I do. And, and I, uh, it's, it's weird to say that I enjoy the obstacles, but there's, I enjoy the growth that comes out of it. Well, and you made the choice consistently to not re-record these episodes yeah. that you've been having trouble with. Every yeah. week I was like, why don't we just re-record it? And you're like, no, I'm learning, I'm learning. Right. So right. that was a conscious choice that you were making was to go through that. Yeah, that was uh, an interesting mindset of mine where I've been purposefully challenging myself. And also this past week where I had so much trouble and I almost quit like you gave me permission not to publish this week and i was so close to saying yeah it's not gonna work i can't do it and like for some reason i have this tendency to still get it done like i i have an issue with deadlines and not missing deadlines like when I used to work for the man before I worked for myself, I never missed a deadline. I never missed a single deadline in my history of working for someone else. You don't and, seem to have a problem with deadlines that I give you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I, yeah I'm, I'm not sure what that tendency or mindset's attached to, but yeah, for some reason. But I mean, the deadline was not bad advice for some reason that stuck i um probably because we've been publishing it every week and there's other people that are expecting it so you know that's probably me plugging into my super system and being dependent on that so yeah we'll see where we go with that but that's where we are or where we are with it now so Let's move on to the next segment, and we're going into the weekly forecast. And we'll start with Podspo, where we talk about a podcast that inspired us over the past week. And I finally have one this week. I remembered. And actually, I think it came up today, or maybe it was yesterday. Uh, I think it was yesterday, but this is another NPR podcast. And if you haven't guessed yet, I love NPR. And this one is called Planet Money. Or no, I'm sorry. Planet Money is a good one. But this is called The Indicator. Hmm. And it's kind of a spinoff of Planet Money. But it's a shorter, it's about five or ten minute episodes. And they come out once a week or so. Maybe sometimes more. And they're just short bits on economics. And... A lot, there's a lot that has to do with money, but there's also a lot they talk about in terms of behavioral economics, which I'm very interested in. And so, uh, the, there was one this past week where they talked about the whole GameStop fiasco. <laughs> and there was someone, there was, they had a guest on who was anonymous, but he was a Redditor that was in that subreddit. 
I forget what it was called, but it, it it's the subreddit that uh, they all go on to talk about trading and stuff like that. But it's like a it's a really cool community, and they're all like for each other, and they're really for these businesses. So they uh, obviously, I'm sure everybody knows the GameStop story, but the cool thing that this guy was saying was that. You know, when GameStop went up to like 300 bucks or something like that, mm-hmm. he still, he didn't sell. And now it's down to like 90 and he's not selling. He doesn't care to sell because a lot of these guys like him are in it for the companies or they're not in it for the money. They're in it for the ethics and the morals. And that was just really awesome to hear. Of course, I'm sure a lot of them cashed out and cashed out big, but it's cool to hear that this community, like a lot of people in this community are all about helping each other and helping businesses and helping the whole. And that goes into the quote for the week, which was, I'm not born for one corner. The whole world is my native land. So I I didn't connect those beforehand on purpose i just kind of realized that but it's all about the whole system and collectivism and i just thought that was awesome so the indicator from npr is what i recommend okay um i am going to make a recommendation since we are in black history month i thought it would be good to highlight uh voices that are not middle-aged white men as we usually have with podcasts uh, so I wanted to nominate Code Switch, mm. which is um, stories about a lot of stories about Black experiences, but also Latino and, um, you know, basically just not white centric stories. Mm. And um, they handle a wide variety of topics relating to race and politics, obviously, but they also just cover like good general topics like mm. books and music and human interest stories. Um, so it gives me a perspective that I wouldn't normally get from my bubble and from my yeah. experiences. So sometimes I will listen and I have absolutely no idea what they're talking about, but it's valuable to me <laughs> to hear it and learn about it and just kind of broaden my perspective. Cool. Yeah, I listen to Coach Switch every once in a while too and I like it. So good choice there. All right. So let's move on to the next portion of the weekly forecast, and this is Lynchpin Spo, where Pam gives us some inspiration from the planets or the stars or the cards. And I'm actually not really going to do any of that today. Um, All right. So this morning I was thinking about a movie that we watched last night, which was Bliss on Amazon, starring Owen Wilson and Salma Hayek. Mm-hmm. And it's about drug addiction, but it also makes you think about what in life is real. Yeah. And without ruining anything, um, there's this theme throughout the movie that some things and some people are real and some aren't. Mm-hmm. And like that some are simulated. So there's like this running joke that people are living in a simulation right mm-hmm. now. And I mean, who knows? Maybe that's true. <laughs> but um, we really are in some ways sure. because your brain is literally creating your world. It's a computer that is running the simulator of your life. Right. But at the same time, you're able to control the computer. Mm-hmm. 
So you can program it to create the simulation that you want to be in to a certain extent. Mm. So what I want to do for our inspiration today is tell you to think about what is real to you. What do you want to program your simulation to have more of? And what do you want to edit out of the code? What self-limiting thoughts are you ready to let go of? Because none of that stuff is real anyway. It's mm. literally all made up by your brain. And it's your brain. <laughs> <laughs> you can use it to simulate what you want instead of just wishing that you could change. And I want to tie that back into the quote because mm. the quote was, I'm not born for one corner. The whole world is my native land. Yep. So use your brain to get out of the one corner that is your reality. Change the simulation, expand to the entire world and see what's possible for you. Awesome. Yeah. And I just want to relate that back to complex systems really quick. <laughs> and where you are a system as a human, and we talk about the super system that's above you that you're dependent on, which is which could be your social system or the ecosystem or the economic system or you know everything around you. Uh, you know, of course, where the quote says the whole world is my native land. This is your super system, and then where Pam's saying you know you have some control over your brain and what it does, your brain is a subsystem of you. So you have control. It, your brain is dependent on you, the system, and you have some autonomy on your subsystems. So yeah, I mean, control what you can and be mindful of your super system and integrate those things. And that's where you get integration and optimization. So that's what I'm about. And that's hopefully I can continue articulating that and I guess that's all for this week did you have anything else that you want to leave off with nope alright well where can people find you you can find me on twitter where I am at Pamela underscore Lund and you can find me on twitter where I am at CK Disco and of course thank you Pam for joining me as always <laughs> thank you to the listeners for joining me and I hope you all come back next week and keep on practicing Toodaloo. Hi, I'm Pamela Lund. And I'm CK Chung. And we're the hosts of Not Bad Advice, a show about universally good life advice that you can use right away no matter who you are. On Not Bad Advice, we take one aspect of life and show you how to look at it with a new perspective so you can make meaningful change wherever you need it. Want to build healthier habits or feel more confident? or worry less, or get better with money, we've got you covered. One of the most beneficial things you can do, just in general in life, is to get curious about yourself. We spend a lot of time judging and criticizing ourselves, but we don't spend enough time neutrally observing how we think and feel and why we think and feel those ways. You might be able to punish yourself into achieving a goal, and you might be able to find a shortcut that will get you there faster. But if the thing you're trying to achieve is something that you'll need to sustain long-term, suffering and shortcuts will both sabotage your success. 
there's a smarter way to achieve sustainable results that will make you happier and healthier at the same time. Money is just not transactional like we're taught. It is deeply personal. And a key step in taking control of your financial future is uncovering how money makes you feel, why it makes you feel that way, and how to feel the way you want instead. You have much bigger and better things to do with your resources. And the more that you believe that, and the more mindful that you can be, the more you can train your brain to let go of the things that are out of your control. And this need for control will never go away, no matter how much you work at it. But having the awareness that this kind of anxiety spiral is actually an attempt for you to feel in control can help you step out of it. transition to the part of the show where I shuffle a deck of oracle cards and pull a card to see how that card can relate to what we talked about today. I like doing this because it gives me a visual to associate with the topic and when I have a visual it makes it easier to remember the perspective and integrate it into my day. So let's see what the nocturnal oracle deck has to offer as a visual for being kinder to ourselves as we develop new habits. of us as the friends who always give you good practical advice when you need it subscribe to not bad advice wherever you get podcasts and visit forcesofequal.com slash not bad advice for more information 